103. It's the best bits of Manchester's best breakfast show all stuck together in MP3 sellotape. Love Mike and Chelsea. Love the Toulon cast. Right, this is the Key 103 Toulon cast. I'm Mike Toulon. This is Chelsea Norris. Hello. Key 103 Toulon cast. Uh, so there were about 10,000 people in Albert Square last night and then uh, about another 40,000 on the route and then about another 50,000 at Eastlands last night. 100,000 people amazing, all rocked up it? last night, despite the weather. Well, the weather was pretty shonky. It got a bit better It got better just, time, a, just about in time, didn't but it? But a lot of people, especially at lunchtime, when it was, like, blowing a gale and the water was going everywhere, everyone said, oh, it's going to be it's going to be embarrassing, this. There's going to be no City fans. And in fairness, loads of the fans actually turned up when the weather was like that, in the coats and the anoraks and stuff. So they were going to come whatever the weather was going to be, which kind of says a lot for them, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, it does. I, 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 um, I turned on the TV... And I was very surprised to see Hugh Ferris, uh, <laughs> who was your predecessor here. Now, I'm, obviously, I'm used to seeing you, Matt, on the television on a Monday night, you know, in your dirty ward. But I wasn't expecting to see uh, Strange Ways. I wasn't expecting to see uh, Hugh Ferris. And it was him. He was hosting the whole thing, wasn't he? Yeah, and his little uh, preppy jumper and, preppy and shirt jumper. combo. I thought he did really well. With his club crest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought the um, the Granada Reports coverage, they, they had some uh, technical issues. Yes. Lucy Meacock and that big Tony fella. They go, right, we're going back to the studio. No, we're not. The camera's still on me. We're going over to Tony. No, we're not. I can't hear anything. Hello? It's a good job it wasn't us because we'd be swearing. Yes. And there was a bit with Lucy's like that. John, I can't hear you. <laughs> You're really <laughs> yes, serious. I, I love Lucy Meacock, but you wouldn't want to be the guy cocked up on the technical side for <laughs> no, her, would you? No, um, Loads and loads of people have been texting us, phoning us about the, uh, the, the, the parade last night. Chris is on the phone in Bolton. Morning, Chris. Bye, Mike. All right, mate. So were you at uh, Eastlands last night? Absolutely, mate, yeah. Okay, descri- describe the atmosphere for us, Chris. Uh, well, over 100,000 fans there, mate, yesterday yeah. in Manchester, and then we all went down to Eastlands. Uh, it was just electric, mate, you know, we've been waiting 35 years for a trophy. Um, just, uh, just unbelievable, mate, especially with Carlos Tedders being there as well. Well, do you know, okay, so what's the story, because I, I was watching the news on the telly, and I think it was Mike Summerby was interviewed, mm. and, right, he, yeah. and, and he said that Tevez, he said, I don't know what all the papers are talking about, Tevez is staying, I mean, what... What do we know about? Well, there was speculation at, at one stage that Tevez had actually booked um, a plane journey home to Argentina yesterday yeah. on the day of the yeah. parade. Uh, yeah. That's not been confirmed or denied, but whatever happens, it doesn't matter because he was there at the parade and lifted whatever the trophy. Happens, somebody so. said, don't do it. <laughs> yeah, don't do it. Uh, absolutely. The, the only thing is, where's Carlos Tevez going to go now? You know, we've won the FA Cup, we're in the Champions League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, where yeah. Be- better still, nobody can afford him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, absolutely. He's not going anywhere, is he? <laughs> Never mind the sunshine. Uh, Chris, was it? Was it up there as one of the best nights of your life, do you reckon, then, last night? Definitely. Yeah, OK. Without and, a doubt, really. And are you a lifelong City fan, then? Hardcore City fan. <laughs> Hardcore. What right. did you make of all the legends coming on? Did you see all the legends coming on the pitch? That was a nice yeah, touch, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, it was brilliant, mate, especially with uh, all the bands going on as well and stuff like that, you know, especially with fireworks at the end, that was the best thing, I think. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, I, I didn't get to see them, actually. So it was a decent sort of Disney-esque fireworks display. Yeah, all, all the sky was a little blue, mate, not red. Oh, right, OK, fair <laughs> enough. Do you know, I was thinking as well, because, of course, Ryan Giggs was in the news yesterday, wasn't he? I know I'm going to be careful how I talk about this. Everyone's looking at me like... <laughs> oh, everyone's eyeballs out, come out and stalk, <laughs> so yeah. Mike mentions it. But I'm just thinking that, you know, again, I, I bet a load of City fans thinking, oh, bloody hell. There's a United player stealing all the headlines again. Uh, Tracy's on the phone in Ashton. Morning, Tracy. Hi. Hi. How are you feeling this morning? Oh, rough. How are you? Were you at Eastlands last night? Yeah, it was absolutely wicked. It was so good. The atmosphere was amazing. Really amazing, were honestly. You, were you doing the uh, doing the Poznan? Were you doing that thing yeah. where you all jump up and down, <laughs> you know, all hugging was, as one? Yeah. 
the best thing was seeing the legends do it. Mike Somerville, absolutely <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, just really funny. Yeah. Well, and uh, the weather was all right, wasn't it, last night, Danny? Yeah, it? It, well, I was really dreading it all day in work because I kept looking out the window, it was throwing it down, and then it was just really sunny and dead warm. Yeah. So, yeah, no, it was wicked at the night time, really good. What, what was the highlight of the whole night for you, Trace? Um, just seeing all the fans, it was, I mean, it, the stadium was absolutely jam-packed, the, you know, it was just a sea of blue, everyone waving the scarves and the flags, and just the atmosphere was absolutely brilliant. We we went to um, City Square for the final, yeah, yeah. and the semis, and again, the, the atmosphere there was amazing as well, because we couldn't go to Wembley, so... The bus did move brilliant. slower than a 192 down, like, <laughs> than, than an asthmatic <laughs> ant. Yeah. You've got to milk yeah, it, come on. But <laughs> a disabled tortoise. Um, I did actually love as well again to go back to mike summerby on the granada reports last night he said ah uh, oh, united will be looking over their shoulders now he said oh actually no they won't be looking over their shoulders they'll be looking across because we're not behind them yes, that. yeah exactly great, great sound exactly. Bite there. roll on saturday night that's all i say roll come on, on barcelona yeah <laughs> <laughs> thanks for that trace uh, it's been lovely it's been lovely chatting to you uh okay so if you weren't there last night uh, or if you were there last night you'll relive all the memories with this if you weren't there last night this will make you feel like you were this is key 103 7.42, live from Manchester. I'm excited and I want the players to wave at me. <laughs> you know, it's been a long time coming, so I just want to show the support and show the boys we're right behind them, really. Everyone here is excited, you know, it's, uh, it's a good place to be at the minute. There are Blues fans as far as the eye can see. Are you ready for this parade? This is Manchester. This is what it's all about. Fantastic. What a turnout. Life's too short now. We have suffered for a long time but should now start to dream about a better future. Thank you, thank you for everything. Mr Mancini on Q103, 747. Uh, there's so many texts coming in today. We're getting record number of texts here. Blue Mona. 66 says, uh, we were there at Eastlands last night. It was a fab party. Hugh Ferris did a great job as a compare. The whole stadium did the Poznan as well as singing Blue Moon. Uh, we're not really here and our Mancini song. It was absolutely brilliant. Someone else texted in and says, wonder how Beckham felt arriving in Manchester last night with a sea of blue lining the streets. <laughs> Things have changed since I was here. <laughs> uh, someone else says, uh, Mike Cunningham says, brilliant night last night. Uh, proud to be blue. Me, my brother, my sister-in-law went for a few drinks in town, then on to Albert Square. Fantastic turnout. Uh, someone else texted in, uh, number ends in 709, says, I was at City's homecoming parade with my brother uh, and my seven-week-old baby. A fantastic atmosphere, but we do think that Hugh Ferris is blind. Why? I don't know. Which, which girl was he, was he with? <laughs> <laughs> why, why does he appear blind? It's probably those really thick-set specs that he wears. <laughs> yeah. And he does sort of tend to sort of stare into the middle ground, even when you stood right in front of he him. He bumps into people. He, does he bump says into it's people. not on purpose, but I think it yeah. is. Uh, there are pictures, by the way, of the parade and of Eastlands last night on our Facebook site. Uh, just like us at facebook.com slash key103. If you're a blue, you want to see the pictures from last night. Uh, and I think there might be a couple of video bits on there as well. Facebook.com slash key103. Just head there and like us. Mike and Chelsea in the morning. Um, this Friday is our one pound wish day. And it's all because of a woman called Ainsley from Eccles who asked for our help. She actually wrote us a letter, which first is a very rare thing. It is. And secondly, it was a very uh, moving letter. She's got this little girl called Paris 
who actually Chelsea and I recently went along to meet. We've got an interview that we're going to play just after eight o'clock this morning. We went, we went to meet this poorly girl, Paris. She's a lovely little kid. She dressed up as a fairy, wasn't she? She was, yeah. <laughs> and um, as was I, actually, I think, at the time. Yes, you were, yeah. Uh, nice and uh, basically, the Royal Manchester Children's Hospital needs £80,000 massively for, for, for a mobile CT scanner. Because this little girl, Paris, has got this the, 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 this sort of deba uh, debilitating illness, which hasn't got to the bottom of it, um, and she needs to be moved for scans. And it's a really traumatic thing to have to move a, a, a really ill kid or really ill anybody to the scanner room. So we've got this this kind of life-saving piece of machinery, which I think costs 180 grand. And is it the hospital's already raised £100,000 of various people? Yeah, they? because they've obviously known how important it is. So they've raised a hundred doing various charity events over about the last 12 months or so. And so they've got this shortfall of 80. So from today until Friday, that's our goal. That's our goal. In a Shane Ward it kind is, of That's way. the great Shane Ward one's wrote. <laughs> great modern poet of our times. Uh, so we're counting down to um, this £1 wish day on Friday, which is a day where, where all the businesses and schools across Manchester can raise money. And all you've got to do is bring in a pound. Um, all the details online, by the way, key103.co.uk forward slash scanner. Uh, and send us a text if you're doing anything for our £1 wish day. Just do a tiny little bit to help. We're not asking you for loads of money or to sit in a bathtub full of baked beans. We're just bring in a pound on Friday. That's all you've got to do. Uh, text us if you're doing anything for the £1 wish day of your school, your office, your factory, your shop's taking part. 63103, put key as the first word. Uh, Justin Morehouse, always a benevolent fellow, uh, is uh, actually at the entrance now to the Royal Manchester Children's Hospital. Justin, good morning to you. Good morning, Michael. Good morning to you. Good morning, uh, Chelsea. Thank you. Hi, Justin. Hi, you're right. <laughs> I'm yeah. good, thanks. Uh, Matt is uh, waiting for his Justin Morehouse. Good morning. Oh, good morning, Matt. Good morning, Justin. There we are. That's better. <laughs> we're, all, we're all there. We're all in the team. <laughs> um, and, and you're down at the Royal Manchester Children's Hospital. Who, who are you with? Right, well, listen, let me tell you, I'm not in the entrance. Uh, for broadcasting reasons, we've moved to the broadcast suite of the Royal Manchester Children's Hospital. <laughs> broadcast suite, but yet well, you're still on the phone. We're, 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 we're on a conference call, Mike. You know, I've always dreamed of having a conference call with you. Do you know, I've never done this with you or anyone. It's very businessy, isn't it? What, what button do I press? <laughs> I, thought, I, I thought we would be discussing that we really need to push up the strategy in the eastern sector. <laughs> yeah. So I'm here this morning with Dr Peter Mark Fortune. Good morning, Dr Peter Mark Fortune. Good morning. And he's the... Uh, I've got to get this right, because you know how medical people have to be precise. It's a precise thing. He is the head consultant for the critical care unit. And he's very glad that we're doing this, aren't you? I'm delighted. Uh, we're trying to raise money for this piece of equipment. It's the mobile CT scanner. Uh, and, and, Mike, you've already alluded to the fact that uh, when children are poorly and in hospital, they don't want to be moved about. They don't want to be... Pro they, they spend enough time here being prodded and pushed and talked to by people who are bigger and taller than them. Uh, and I know, Mike, I, I could do with a mobile broadcast unit this morning to come to my bed. <laughs> I would, so, I'd rather have stayed in bed this morning. So, so this, yeah, got so, uh, Dr. <laughs> Dr. Peter Mark, can you can he hear me? Is it on the yes, call? I can hear you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is he, he is. my interview. Go on, is he in the same Is he in the same room as you? He's in, he's in our conference call, Michael. Right, so he's in a different room. OK, so we can't... No, no, he's, he's right next to me. I can see him, he's real. Right, OK. So how, like the Wizard of Oz. How, how many... <laughs> look behind the curtain. How many kids go through the, 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 the critical care every year, then, Dr Peter Mark? Um, through the intensive care unit, about 600, and uh, as many, again, go through our high dependency unit, which is all of the sort of area where the very poorly kids are. And right. so most of those would benefit from this kind of machine, wouldn't they? Um, many of them will benefit from, from the use of the machine. I mean, the key thing is, um, when the kids are extremely poorly, um, they're attached to an awful lot of machinery and can be um, pretty wobbly, to be honest, if you try to move them. And the whole key to this is about keeping them as safe as possible and keeping them in a position where, you know, they go through the minimum of stress um, uh, and getting the results that we need to be able to look after them as best we can. 
And how do you think it would change the lives of the staff, the patients and the, the parents of, of such poorly children if it were to finally arrive at the, at the hospital? Um, uh, I think for all three of those groups, I would have to say safety is the big thing, particularly when a child is very, very unwell. It's a pretty scary time, um, especially for the, the, uh, the parents when we take their child off down to the scanner. Um, although it's not a massive difference, uh, distance away, um, there's a whole stack of doors to be uh, negotiated, lifts to be negotiated, and all of those can get you in uh, quite difficult situations trying to move things around uh, when there's so much kit associated with the child and we end up having to take an awful lot of people down to the scanner just to do that in a safe and efficient way. So for the family, I think it just makes a, a massive difference, making them feel better, not seeing their child disappear. For the staff, it means we don't have to negotiate all of those obstacles and most importantly, we can minimise the risk of actually getting the scans when we need them. OK, uh, Justin, are you still with us? I am, yes. I'm, I'm just... Uh, you, you know, Mike and Chelsea, and, and many people listening, that um, I've had a lot of dealings with this hospital. And, yeah, yeah. and when, as a parent in, in hospital, you, you feel pretty helpless most of the time. You know, you just sit by the bedside, and there's a lot of things going on, and you don't always understand terminology and things. The worst bit is when, the, is when your, your, your baby, you know, no matter how old they are, are taken away from you, you don't know what's going on. Yeah. So, I mean, from a kind of personal thing, and, and I'm sure uh, Dr. Peter Mark will, will, will verify this, that's a big word, isn't it, um, that a happy child gets better quicker. Yeah, no, there is certainly um, uh, information that suggests that that's definitely true. Happy families make people better quicker, that's for sure. Exactly. All right, OK, well, thank you, Dr. Peter Mark, for chatting to us, and thanks, Justin. Um, so basically, we've got this, uh, this this appeal. We're trying to raise as much money as we possibly can. It all kicks off kind of today. Uh, we've got the five-day countdown. The, the uh, one-pound wish day is actually on Friday. Um, and all the details are on the website now. If there's anything you can do to help, you've heard a bit of Justin there. Obviously, like you said, he's, he's had um, uh, very traumatic times with his daughter, Isabella, over the years. Um, thank God she's all right now. And thank you to um, everyone down at the Royal Manchester Children's Hospital for all the work. It's k103.co.uk forward slash scanner. We've got to raise this £80,000. You can do your bit. Uh, we, we have whatever it is, however many hundreds of thousands of people listening. If everyone just gives a quid on Monday, uh, sorry, on Friday, the £1 wish day, uh, we could easily, easily smash this target. Um, after 8 o'clock this morning, we're going to chat to Ainsley, who's the mum of Paris, the poor little girl that we went to visit in the hospital. And honestly, you've got to hear this interview. Um, once you hear it, you'll seriously reach into your pocket. That's coming at 8 o'clock this morning. And the brand new UK number one is on the way. You're waking up to Key 3. Desperately trying to raise eighty thousand uh, pounds on Friday, and I was just thinking about this actually, Chelsea. Eighty grand um, in ten hours mm. for the one pound wish day is a big ask. That isn't it? Yes, that's a bit um, a to them ambitious. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we might we might look pretty stupid actually. We don't raise eighty grand on Friday, so we need we well, need that to, would be eight grand an hour, wouldn't it? In 10 hours, yeah, yeah from 8 in the morning yeah, to 6 in the morning. Has yeah. the station ever raised as much as no, that in no, such no, a short no. period of time? No. Records are there to be broken. <laughs> I like that. Thank you, Mr McWhorter. Which is why I got sacked by uh, HMV. <laughs> <laughs> that 
was just poor. Um, so listen, um, we, we can also take donations. So it's the one pound wish day, where we're asking you to just rock up at work or at school or whatever on on Friday with a pound. Obviously, organise it with with your staff and everything with your, with, you know with your boss first. Um, but um, if you can, if you want to donate an amount, that would also be great. We've got to raise eighty grand in in, in ten hours on uh, on Friday because we desperately need to buy the CT scanner. So if you could possibly just give this number a call now, if you get a minute, and just donate a quid. That'd be terrific. Um, two double eight five one nine five. There are people who are answering the calls now. Two double eight five one nine five. We need to raise this eighty grand. So far, we've got pretty much nothing. Uh, we need to raise eighty grand between now and Friday for this mobile CT scanner, which is so important for the kids at the Royal Manchester Children's Hospital. So, if you could give us a call now and just donate a tiny amount, it would really. Well, it would stop Chelsea and I looking really stupid. Yeah, I can, I can see egg dripping off our faces already. We might have made a, a, a massive kind of rod for our own back if you don't help us out with this one. So please, give this number a call now. It's all for this mobile CT scanner, which is so important at the Royal Manchester Children's Hospital. Mike and Chelsea in the so tomorrow's our one-pound wish day. We're dead excited about this. It's a day where everyone can do a tiny bit to help. A day where all of Greater Manchester businesses, all the schools, can raise a little bit of money. You can just bring in a pound. Uh, Chelsea and I are going to be out and about all over Manchester tomorrow on the Key 103 bus after the show until the evening, trying to raise the, the, this mammoth amount of money. We need £80,000 by 5 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. Uh, we really need your help. So you can give us a call, 288-5195, if you'd like to make a donation now. 288 or text us to 63103 uh, or there's a link on the Key 103 website which is key103.co.uk slash scanner. Uh, we've got to raise us 80 grand by 5 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. We promised we would and we're going to look like tits if we don't. <laughs> uh, Chelsea, what are some of the things that the good people of Manchester are doing tomorrow to help us raise 80 Well, grand? Sarah's just texting. She said, I raised £100 for your appeal last night. I did a two-hour Zumbathon at Rochdale Town Hall but I'm oh. feeling it this morning. Um, Babcox in Earlham are doing a coffee and cake morning tomorrow. Uh, Oakwood High school are doing a beach party theme day where all the pupils and staff are dressed in bikinis. Wow. It's going to be brilliant. I love that. And this is the best so far, I think. Booper, which have all their offices at Salford Keys. I've got a cake sale and a tombola and a pound to work day and all that. But the best thing ever, they're doing that Name That Place competition. All the staff have been taking a toy monkey on holiday, like taking it in turns, and taking photos of the monkey in various places. And you've got to look at the photo and guess where the monkey is. <laughs> It's the name that monkey place. Is the monkey in Cairo? <laughs> it's brilliant, no, it's isn't Paris. it? That's great. Um, that's a great idea. That's really <laughs> in, in, ingenious. Uh, Melanie's on the phone. Good morning, Melanie. Morning. Morning. How are you? I'm okay, thank you. Uh, listen, thank you for contacting us. What are you doing for our one pound wish day tomorrow? Um, We've got £850 tomorrow. Um, me and three friends did a sponsored walk on Sunday along Rochdale Canal, 11.5 mile. Oh, good for you. And you've raised 850 quid. Yeah, £850. Oh, Let's give it one of them. So, Melanie, are we coming along to meet you tomorrow? Um, I don't think so. I don't know. All oh, right, okay. Uh, well, we, don't we, want we, us there. You don't want us. Don't you're restraining like order, yeah. Would you like us to come and meet you? <laughs> It'd be nice. <laughs> no, you're all right. Thanks, Mike. Stay where you are. Oh, thank you for that. 850 quid. That's a lot of money for a sponsor Brilliant. walk, isn't thank it? You, yeah. So that's the kind of thing we're talking about. Uh, Key103.co.uk forward slash scanner. Uh, you can do anything, anything you can possibly do to raise a bit of money for us tomorrow. Um, if you are going to do something for us, uh, tell us how much you've raised tomorrow on the Friday so we can kind of add it to our total because we've got to know we've got to hit the 
the 80 grand by tomorrow. Uh, and then you can send it to Cash for Kids after the bank holiday weekend. Or you can just donate, actually. Uh, we've got a Just Giving page as well, which is uh, justgiving.com uh, forward slash mobile CT scanner. So just search on Just Giving for mobile CT scanner. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Mike and Um, it's, uh, this Friday, by the way, it's our one-pound wish day, so there's now just four days left. And um, we've got to raise a mammoth amount of money um, by Friday at five o'clock, and we've got to raise £80,000 for a CT mobile scanner. Um, and it's all because this woman from uh, Eccles called Ainsley wrote to us and asked for her help because her daughter was ill and she basically alerted us to the problem that, 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 that they're desperately in need of a mobile CT scanner at the Royal Manchester Children's Hospital. So they need £80,000. So Chelsea, yesterday we started off people donating stuff and we started off the, the, the one pound wish day sort of countdown. Yep. How much do we raise? Well, um, we raised 4,685 quid. Yeah. That's a good start, but how much do we still need to raise? Um... Just, just, uh, just over seventy-five thousand, I think. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay, that's uh, just Quite over seventy-five thousand. Yeah. So we just—that's all we've got to do, really. Is it's no, no, no great shakes. Yeah. Uh, seventy-five thousand uh, pounds we need to raise between now and Friday. Um, <laughs> okay. So, so any suggestions, anyone? Um, I'll <laughs> car boot. <laughs> yeah. Um, Make a cake. Yeah. Clothes sale. Clothes sale. Um, 0161-288-5195. So we really need to raise this money. We could really do with your help. Um, we, we, we sort of, we've agreed to take this challenge on, haven't we? Um, yeah. And uh, it's a big, it's a tall order. Yes. It's a tall order. Uh, we're still £75,000 short. And I, I would be absolutely um, overjoyed and amazed um, if we could do this. Um, but we really, really need everyone's help. So we're trying to raise money for the mobile CT scan. It's cost £80,000. We've so far got 4685 on day one. We still need £75,000. Can you help us just raise this money, even by giving us a quid? Uh, you can call us on 288-5195. That's 288-5195. Um, or take part in our £1 wish day on Friday. Uh, and all the details are online. We just literally just have to bring in a quid to school, bring in a quid to work. Uh, all the details at key103.co.uk forward slash scanner. If you want to do anything to help... track from JLS on Q103. Woo! We've got them now live. Yes. Yeah. Live the magic of satellite that she makes me want to featuring Dev. Now, I couldn't even hear Dev in that song. When I think of Dev, I think, Sunita. Yeah, Devendra Alahan yeah. from Corrie. Yeah. He doesn't uh, feature it at fine. all. What are you talking <laughs> Who is Who's that Dev? Who's he? Uh, no, it's a, it's a girl. <laughs> <laughs> is it? <laughs> this is Mike Toolan, who knows lots about but, music. Hey, listen, I'm a, I'm a fan of all these popular beat combos. No, you, you know who she is, Mike. You know that song, Like a G6? Like a Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She's yeah. the girl that sings the chorus on Like a G6. Oh, right, okay. Totally. And also, she's got her own song out at the moment called Bass Down Low, featuring Tiny Tempo, which, you know, it's a big track. And now, I'm going to try, try to claw back some credibility here. Um, your stuff has been now... Um, produced by Red One, isn't it? Yes. yes. Not all of it. That song is, though. Okay. Now he, Red One. Yeah, and he gets That's everywhere, right. that guy, doesn't he? 
Red One, I love all their stuff. <laughs> so listen, you guys. So we've had we've had all the number ones. You've had the platinum albums, the Mobos, the Brits, and now um, you, you've gone and become movie stars. So, so, so tell us all about this film, then, this 3D movie. Absolutely, we're budding movie stars. Um, obviously, our, our movie, our 3D movie, Eyes Wide Open, is going to be out on the third of June only. So if you guys are going to get a chance to see it, you're going to have to go on the 3rd of June. How come just but one day? Well, this because he wanted to make a big event out of it, you know? Obviously, like, we, we put on shows and we put on, uh, you know, concerts and all, all kinds of different things and we go on tour and stuff. So we thought we'd have an idea, obviously, to, to do something similar with the movie. And it kind of makes it a bit special. And then, obviously, we got a premiere and, you know, all that sort of stuff. And, and you know... But the, the the start of the movie as well is very different. Well, not different for us. It's not a, a proper movie in, in terms of us acting, but um, you've got some uh, kind of documentary bits and you've got footage from the tour as well. The, uh, the uh, out of this world. Is tour. it going to be as good as Spice World? Oh, come on now. It's in 3D, Mike. It was a big movie, that. It was a great movie. It was a huge movie. It was a great movie. Yeah, but it wasn't in 3D. Yeah, it wasn't in 3D. Do you have to wear spectacles to watch it, then? Yes. Of course. Unless you've got 3D you can, eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Which you can get on jlsofficial.com. Oh, right, okay, cool. And are there the bits 3D in, eyes. Are there bits, <laughs> are there bits in the movie where you actually do that thing, you know, like where you sort of jut out of the screen at you and you, you sort of like throw a fist out there or whatever, or, or bits of you protrude? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Do you mean like <laughs> that Willy in Piranha 3D? Exactly like that Willy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry? Who? <laughs> <laughs> Have you not seen Piranha 3D? Uh, no. A man gets his, wi his willy bitten off and the willy comes out into the cinema. talk about oh, people biting. Next kind of really? Yeah, I don't think anyone... Chelsea? The only reason I went... I saw it with Chelsea and she was reaching out trying to touch it. <laughs> that's wrong. Yeah, that's totally wrong. Chelsea. Let's move, let's move swiftly on. <laughs> okay. And then there's the um, there's the new album coming out. Are you gonna, Are you going to release four different copies like you did last time? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, it's a good idea again. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Oh, thanks. We've got a bit of time to, to make that decision. Yeah, maybe. So. If we have four good photos, I might have a really rubbish photo this time. <laughs> I don't think you'll ever have a rubbish photo. Oh, that oh, that's good. almost oh, flirting, isn't it? That was me trying yeah. to take it back after the willy comment. After the willy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, talking of willies, which we seem to be, um, how, how are the condoms going, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> See, how do we know that was coming? Oh, that's yeah. a good, I like the link there, yeah, Mike. I like it, too. Oh, this is no, They're going very well, actually. It's just obviously been uh, National Condom Week last week, and we just have launched a whole new campaign for the Just Love Safe range. It's Just Love Safe this summer. So everyone that's going on holiday this year, for your mates, you know, whether you're going to Ibiza or, you you know, wherever you're going in, in, Get a Marvin in, in your back pocket. Exactly. Make sure that you pack your condoms, like you pack your sunscreen and your toothpaste because, you know, you don't want to be coming unstuck at four o'clock in the morning and I'd be for you don't know where to get hold of them. So make sure you just love and safe this summer. And of course, guys, it's the, uh, down there in London, it's the Champions League final on Saturday. Marvin, I know you're a, you're a Chelsea fan, aren't you, Marv? I am indeed. Yeah. Would you, would you not, 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 just, not just your Chelsea, obviously. <laughs> no, I know, absolutely. But what, being included, I do what, hope. What do you think to the uh, the Carlo Ancelotti sacking this week? Do you think that is that justified? Or what, what do Chelsea fans reckon to that? You know what? <laughs> uh, obviously, everybody knows that our club has a high expectation and, um, you know, we didn't win anything this season. So it's like, you know, I'm, I'm not saying I'm for or against six. I think he did do a good job. Obviously, we won the double with him last season. But, uh, as I said... High expectation went out of the Champions League in the quarterfinals, and you know we have to we have to win the Champions League. It's got to be you know it's got to be done. But good luck to Manchester United on Saturday. I think the boys are gonna are gonna do it. Do you think? Do you think we will? Yeah, you're nice gonna, oh, definitely. Yeah. I reckon they will. Three, what, three one Man United on Saturday. Do you reckon? Where are you guys gonna watch the game? At in, home. In my house. Oh right. Okay. Got all the boys around. Uh, and now Aston. Who do you support? Arsenal. I'm sorry. 
you damage your own car, don't you? <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're going to damage Silly. your own car further. Brad, you've not thought this through at all. Uh, Lisa Rachel Mealing says, let down their tyres. My neighbour's cat thinks it's okay to sit on the roof of the car and I'll be willing to lend that. <laughs> um, Mel Parkin says, I'd do exactly the same thing back and just deny all knowledge. Uh, Zoe in Manchester says, phone the police. Uh, if there's enough matching evidence to prove it, if there isn't much damage, then just leave it. It's not worth the hassle for a scratch. Would the police be interested in something like this? Well, they'd have to investigate it because it's um, sort of like damage of property, isn't it? But I don't know how far it'd go. And it could kind of get I their don't back think up. The, the, you know the what police I mean? would get involved in this. Mm. Um, someone's texting and says, um, why not do a dirty protest outside her house? That's from a David Charlton <laughs> in the city centre of Manchester. <laughs> it works for me every time. People <laughs> always take notice. Uh, we've got Ian on the phone. Morning, Ian. Morning, Mike. How Morning. are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. So, has this ever happened to you then, Ian? I, it's actually happened to me, but in the reverse order. I have been the accused. Oh, oh right. Were you, were you the wrongly accused? Were you, were you the guilty? Yes. Oh. No, no, completely wrongly accused, which I was able to show and prove that it wasn't possible that the damage to the car could have been done by me. However, having been in that situation, I'd, I'd taken independent inspectors with me, I'd sought advice from solicitors, because the damage was quite serious, and I'd, I took it quite serious and personal that I was being accused of this damage, which I hadn't caused. Yeah. Um, what Helen has got to do is she has got to prove without absolute doubt that this other lady did that, and if she can't do that, she's uh, wasting her time, I'm afraid. Well, yeah, that's how the judicial system works, isn't it? It's got to be, could, I, yeah. could I ask how you actually were able to prove that it wasn't you? Um, Good I question. took photographs of the damage on the car. It, it was to do with damage underneath a car and a car being picked up incorrectly, jacked up. Um, and I use a special car lift, which doesn't even, even contact the car where the damage was. Yeah, a hydraulic car lift like that one that uh, Tyrone was tinkering with in Coronation <laughs> Street. You're like Quincy. <laughs> uh, very, very similar, actually, but You're yeah, like thank you. Emery Monton is talking about the fact that, with so the stress reliever today, uh, someone's neighbour has bumped her car but won't fess up. Uh, Emery Monton says, can't believe how cheeky that woman is. I actually hit a Porsche and still left a note because it was a neighbour. I was out of pocket, but I had a clear conscience. She was penniless, but she was pure of heart. <laughs> uh, what do you think, Bernie and Withenshaw? Uh, well, she said that she wasn't bothered about the car. Yes, yeah, so she did I say that, yeah, you're right. Yeah, exactly. So what's the big deal? She should forget about it and get on with life. Yeah, I actually agree with you, Bernie. Mm. I, do you know, Bernie I don't think she's going to win this, and I think you need to revert to the phrase, you know... And like you your previous caller... Yeah. What if it was someone? It, it could have been a coincidence that this woman's bumper was wiped, there was a scratch on it, could have happened in a, car, a shopping car park, anything. It could be a mere coincidence. And that, if it is that the other, the neighbour is innocent, I would feel as though as being harassed. Yeah. What if she is guilty? Then she's got to live with a conscience. It doesn't sound like the neighbour would have much of a problem doing that, would they? It's no. Gonna, well, yeah, exactly. So, this poor girl, this Helen, is never going to get any satisfaction. Yeah. She needs to draw a line under it and move on. If she, as she says, she's not bothered about the car, then deal with it. Yeah. yeah I, I think life's too short 
And exactly, exactly. And so is Chelsea. <laughs> uh, Bernie, thank you very much indeed. Uh, sorry, I just cut her off. She was going to say something. Bernie, are you still there? No, no, she's no. not. No, no, someone else has cut her off. Uh, Another Niall... heartbroken. <laughs> Another heartbroken. Yeah, I'm such a bad Hello? human. Hello? Hello? Hello, who's this? Is that Bernie? It's Naomi. Oh, that's no, Naomi. Naomi. Oh, right, hi, Naomi. How are you? You see, I've, just a I've, constant stream of women. There's a constant stream of women calling me. One heartbroken, another one touched. Uh, <laughs> Naomi, uh, what do you reckon to this? Well, this has happened to me, and I don't think it pursues somebody if, if, if it hasn't happened. And she did say a bumper was particularly shiny. Um, I, I was waiting for my friend, and her neighbour reversed into my car. Exactly the same thing happened. And it's very expensive to replace the bumper. I did go to the police. And they wrote a letter to her saying that she um, has been accused of a hit and run. She needed to account for herself and send details of her insurance. Mm. She did take it seriously. And eventually, um, from being persistent, uh, my insurance company went out and had a look at her car and could prove, um, that different technology, that the car had been repaired in consistence with the damage to my car and she had to pay out. Oh, can you can you get points on your license for actually? I suppose you can, can't you? Or, or you could be almost prosecuted. A, fa a fail to stop, it. fail to stop RTC. Yes, yeah. I got that off the so, Yeah, you're right. Okay, Naomi, th thank you very much for that. Um, that's interesting. The insurance company would uh, go and investigate yeah, it themselves. Yeah, and the police do take it quite seriously. And the police apparently. do take it seriously. Was there something wrong with her phone, or are my ears going funny today? I uh, it was hands-free, wasn't it? Was it hands-free? Yeah. I thought that I, I... But she's safe, and that's all I that felt matters. like I was about to pass out. Fading in. I was just fading in. She's fading out. Q103. Toolan Cast. And that was the Toolan Cast for this week. We hope you enjoyed the show. We're back on the Q103 Breakfast Show, Monday to Friday, between 6 and 10, and on Sundays between 10 and 12. We'll see you next week on this podcast.